Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, James Williams. Oh, hey, Joe Elvin. What are you doing on September 16th? Well, the London Podcast Festival is on, Joe, and they've only got an invited Hey, It's Okay along. Don't make us sit in a pod cupboard all alone, dear listeners. Come and see me and Joe and a fabulous celebrity guest putting the world to right. Get your tickets at kingsplace.co.uk. They're selling out fast. See you there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Glamour's Hey, It's Okay, the podcast that's, I think, the best cupboard-based podcast in this and any other known universes, and that is absolutely no exaggeration. You can take that from me. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour, and I'm also your host. Today, I am joined by Pod Cupboard Stud himself, Deputy Editor James Williams, and actual television royalty in Jenna Coleman, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of really quite heavy things, like everything from revenge to whether or not we're just done making friends. Are we done with it? So stay tuned. The best cupboard-based podcast in the galaxy. Because the competition is quite stiff. Well, you don't know. Well, I bet it is. We don't know what kind of circumstances people are recording their podcasts. I mean, some people no. do it in bed, apparently. Yes. Some very successful ones are recorded in bed. Yes. What about you, Jenna Coleman? Where do you do your podcast? <laughs> Have you done one before, Jenna? No. <gasps> How exciting. Oh. This is my first podcast well. and my first podcast in a cupboard. Well. Well, welcome. Thank you. Welcome, Yay, Jenna welcome. Coleman. We Indeed. are so excited to have you here. Thank you very much. Every time I um, tease on Instagram or Twitter and say, oh, doing a very exciting cover shoot, whether it's in LA or London or Woking or Manchester, <laughs> I get about five bazillion people going, oh, can it please be Jenna Coleman? Please <laughs> it be Jenna Coleman. You, like, you got the most rabid fans of any cover girl I can think of. Is that a Doctor Who hangover? Have you always had those fans, Jenna, do you think? I think it de- it's, it's definitely stems from Doctor Who, I think. Yeah, for <laughs> they sure. Are unique brand aren't they of, of like fans they're so like they're excitable very passionate fans yeah very passionate yeah you See, look a bit scared saying that are you all right <laughs> no i was trying to find the right adjective. You, yeah. if you need help just give me a signal <laughs> but i mean they won't leave me alone <laughs> but, uh, i don't mean that no <laughs> don't leave us um don't it's upset my, it's my them parents, really. we, we want them yeah. to listen we want them to tune in and listen yes. but i guess we have to ask them obviously the big news about jody obviously being you, you know i mean yeah. how exciting we yeah. were literally all messaging each other going oh my god this is major um, 
Or how did you feel about it? Did you know by the walk it was a woman? I'm quite interested in that. You know, did you see the video where she unveiled... Yeah, I didn't, to be honest. I have to say I was a bit slow on the uptake. No, I didn't know that. But I, I just, I don't know. It felt like if it wasn't going to happen this time, it never was going well, to happen. And I hate, yeah. I hate to say it, I just thought it was never going to happen. I have to say, I just it was one of those things they just never would go that that far and I feel like they would never have a male James a female James Bond I thought and I just thought it's amazing and I think she's perfect choice well, it's interesting because it's 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 if they were ever going to go down that route and you know I, I'd always get asked if it was going to be a woman who would it be or in my head it would be like Helena Bohm Carter-esque or, yeah. or somebody yeah. but then as soon with, as with I saw Jodie eccentricity yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 somebody who can get that kind of mercurial the, that mercurial nature, I guess, but um, yeah, Jodie is. It's it's really exciting and it's so exciting, I think, because it's Jodie and yeah. she's um, she's such a dexterous actress. I've seen her do so many different things exactly. and be so different in so many roles. Because I think it's a bit like whenever you cast somebody, and I think that's what's always interesting about Bond and Bond girls. They would never cast somebody too famous because you have to believe them in that role. Yeah, and I think that's what's really clever about Jodie, where she's such a brilliant actress, but she's not. You know, you, sh- you don't think about one role in yeah. particular, so she can just go into that role and make it her own. I think. Yeah, so that's I th- true, actually. You don't think of her as Jodie before you can watch yeah, her, I guess. So. But anyway, what about, about what about your show? <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, winter's here. Yeah. <laughs> Forget Hurrah! the other show. And that's not the show yeah. I'm talking about. I'm talking about, obviously, Victoria. Yeah. No, um, but it means, you know, it means autumn, winter. We can all start getting cosy. Victoria's back. Which yeah. We're very excited. Yeah, I mean, I've just finished filming Christmas. So <laughs> I'm feeling I'm feeling very wintry this August. <laughs> Welcome to our world. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the January you? issue. Oh, here we yeah. Oh, Just about. Yeah. You're, You're making right. resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'll never do that. Do you do that? Mm, I, every year they're pretty much the same. In fact, one year was take more photographs. Oh. And that, that was a pretty, that, I thought that was quite a good one. And then the others have been like, learn French, yeah. play piano. Every year in Glamour, I write that I'm going to try and learn Italian. And every year I learn yeah. one, I, you know, I know how to order a beer, maybe. <laughs> very, yeah. very useful when yeah. I go to Milan. But We need to just make you start writing your Ed's letter in Italian for the giant issue, just to see if it gets better every yeah. year. <laughs> Good idea, James. Yeah. Google Translate. Yeah. Can you imagine what might come up? Oh. So, but you finished Victoria. Yeah. How was that? Did you, but I, as I just said to you, you, you said you were sort of like obsessed with modern things, but you have managed to turn up in a slightly Victorian-y, I know. very nice shirt, but it's got the pie-crust collar. Little yeah, nod. It's, yeah. it's infiltrating my, my life, clearly. <laughs> no, it's a funny thing when you rap, though, because we've, we've been filming since February. So when so. you wrap a job instantly, I've got a couple of things that I do. I always like sort out my house, and then I always want to dye my hair. And then it's like dressing. I forget how to dress for ages. And it's like a whole thing. I think it's about just not being in costume for a change yeah. is, uh, is really fun. But is it like being on your school holiday now? It's like, <laughs> yeah, term time's over. A little bit. A li- yeah, it Although is a now, little of course, bit. you're now in promo mode. Yeah. yeah, we're doing promo and also ADR, like going a bit like this, going into, into well, nothing like this, but there's a microphone. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. Oh, just tell me that it's just like this. Yeah. yeah. Nowhere near as much fun as this, right? Or, or as professional. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. But it, I mean, it, it talk again, going on from Doctor Who, I mean, did you ever think you'd have two such massive shows? Because it really has, I think, for a show this one series in, I really feel like Victoria's really carved a niche in terms of people's affections. And that's got that Sunday night Downton slot everyone talks about. Yeah. You know, it really feels like it's far more established in many ways than just one season deep. It must be quite amazing to be part of another huge show with such a huge so loyal fan base yeah I, I didn't um, it's funny because you get you kind of get a sense you have no idea especially when you're starting a, a show from scratch and I literally rolled from Doctor Who and I think there was maybe two three weeks of like quick learn how to horse ride <laughs> wow learn the accent learn how to dance and 
German opera and things like that. Um, it's like finishing school, basically. Yeah, finishing school. <laughs> from sci-fi, from sci-fi green screen world. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely get a sense from people that you meet because there's a, there's a, there's a real genuine want to talk about the show and, and parts they enjoy. So there's, you kind of get a feeling that you think it's going down well. Yeah. Unless people are just completely lying. <laughs> well, there's always a risk, Jenna. No, yeah. but I think the ratings don't lie, though, do they? No. Let's be honest. Yeah, no. yeah, it's good. It's 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 been it's been a good uh, return, I guess. Yeah, but is it also? I mean, also, do you know how many seasons you've signed up for? Do you know how long it's going to go on for? Because I guess no. that's the question. Because she became very old, yeah. so you know you could be in this for a long time. Yeah. Did you consider that? No, I went to Kensington Palace where you see Victoria when she's younger and her dresses are like unbelievably tiny you wouldn't believe and then you go into the next section and suddenly it's like after Albert dies they're like literally 10 times as big and 400 oh. kids how many kids did she have? nine, nine. Yeah. Oh my goodness yeah. I'm on I'm on baby number I'm four's on the way and wow. you're looking finished. marvellous on it thank you so much yeah because that's the thing she had them in such quick succession didn't we oh excuse the pun but I mean really I think she had something like four children in five years to begin yeah. with but it's, I think want to sp- and she's four foot eleven, yeah. nine children. Well, it, it's always hilarious to me because you know the the age of the prude, the Victorian times. Mm. Yeah, and like, ironically, yeah. she just never stopped. She was at it the no. whole time. But, but I think this is what's really good about the show, actually, because I think there would have been a very much if if it had been made in Hollywood, I would imagine there would have been a, a sort of need to try and make out that she was this hugely maternal woman that loved her kids. But actually, she wasn't really that into the kids. And it was more the fact that she was just totally into Albert. I mean, wasn't she? They were like a byproduct of basically her lust for <laughs> for Albert and, the, and each other when you she know. was talking in a honeymoon period she wrote uh, having a baby get, getting caught is what she called it is the only thing I dread yeah. <laughs> about having children yeah, I think she did love them but she just did not want to be pregnant she was on a honeymoon um, nobody period, wants basically. to be pregnant nine times do they uh, uh, well no <laughs> no I did it once <laughs> I love my child. I did not like being pregnant. Really? Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think that's one of those things you're not supposed to say. Mm. This is where really Queen Victoria and I have but, a lot in common. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. also in her day, it was, it was almost like you know, you were put to bed for like months afterwards. Isn't what it? Well, it could what be the first episode, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was she was a, confined. Yeah. But con- it's, it's confinement. so interesting. One of, my, my best friend, one of my best friends was pregnant recently and, and uh, actually two of them and one had a great pregnancy and loved it. And the other friend, like four months in, she was like, why does everybody lie to you? Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Why does nobody yeah. talk about the and real then stuff? And there's all those baby magazines that where there's got the diary of a pregnancy and there's always a woman going... It's the it's the morning of week sixteen, and my skin is glowing, and my hair is lustrous, and I'm so full of life and joy. And you're thinking nobody actually. There's not one woman in this magazine is going. I just want to go to bed and stay there for six months yeah, and eat yeah. toast. Yeah. No, and I think that's the thing about it is um, from what I can gather from the, my friends have all said it's a, it's a real lottery. You just don't know. There's no rhyme or reason to if it's going to be a good or bad. You know, if you're going to be eating constantly, being sick constantly, it's yeah. just a, a total lottery as to how you're going to feel. I don't know how we got onto this. I know. Sorry about that. <laughs> anyway. Some, something to do. Queen Victoria, Victoria. Yeah. but um, so tell me what's what is it like because I'm I think I've been really enjoying sort of the behind the scenes pictures of Game of Thrones where it's all sort of like medieval and then they're all sitting around with their cell phones you know what, what's it like backstage behind the scenes at Victoria is there a WhatsApp group do you watch Netflix what? there is a WhatsApp group actually in fact what we ended with this year was um, I don't know if you're familiar with a game called Teabag Darts. No, no, it sounds rude. <laughs> no, no, no. Right. No, no, no. Okay. It, it oh. just makes people extremely competitive. Ooh. Right. So what is it? Um, it, it well, we, I guess I guess this is what happens after you've done seven months of filming. But in the canteen, you would get um, 
paper cups and tie, uh, like salitate them to the wall, and then you have to try and get tea bags in them. Ah. And it's like a game of darts, and then you get points for different Wet ones. Wet tea bags or dry tea bags? Dry tea bags. Oh, now no, that's, that's harder. Hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is like now wet, I'm impressed. Wet yeah. tea bags is for like beginners. This is like a super advanced yeah, dry yeah. tea bag, and it gets really competitive. I mean, there's I a bet. lot of um, yeah. So who who's top of the yeah. leaderboard? Well, it kept getting wiped, but um, Tony from Costume was was <laughs> on top of the leaderboard, much to uh, Tom's Tom's frustration. <laughs> How did you get on? With the tea bag, where are you on the sort of you know? Are you in the, on the rostrum? No, yeah, I'm on the rostrum. Oh. I'm maybe a three or I think I was like third or fourth in like consistent. the last game. That I played. How do you yeah, get the velocity in yeah. a dry tea bag? Is it a wrist action? It's, it's, yeah, she's she's really she's giving it I'm a real wrist action now. It's really <laughs> impressive. Do it again so yeah. that Kat can get it. Could you see the, <laughs> the competitive nature in my eyes? There, there could be some sort of Victoria spin-off merchandise, like you know, tea bag. Tea bag darts. Yeah. Who knew? There you go. And the, also kids as well in between scenes. It's like the canteen becomes like chaos with children <laughs> running around. That's what else goes on behind the scenes. See, that's where you need a wet tea bag. Yeah. Sit down, or I'm going to throw this. <laughs> So this is Hey It's Okay and we're here with Jenna Coleman and James Williams of Glamour. Jenna's not of Glamour. Well, she kind of, sometimes she is. We like, we like to yeah. feel you are. Yeah. You know, you know, you, you, you're a cover girl, a recent cover girl. Extended Glamour family. She is. A Glamour <laughs> award winner. Yes. Yes. No, she's family. Yeah, totally. So we're going to invite you for the first time to what's kind of, these podcasts are sort of like a Glamour Features meeting. Yeah. Where we end up discussing and quite often arguing about all the same sort of stuff that we argue about. <laughs> really and, important things. You know, yeah, really important things. Now, I wanted to start, this is my idea, because I've been watching avidly the new Taylor Swift video for Look What You Made Me Do. And it's sort of, it's an extreme, the most unsubtle catalogue of references to everybody who's pissed her off in the <laughs> last year. Or, you know, sort of, and it's, you know, it's everything from dancers wearing the I Love TS shirts that Tom Hiddleston wore to some people saying interpreting it as um, making fun of the burglary that Kim Kardashian suffered earlier this year I mean it's really sort of like hammering home all of these sort of like settling all these scores so I was wondering is it okay to actually want to exact revenge I I don't know I don't I think it's a bit of a a waste of energy Myself and I and I love Taylor Swift. Anyone who reads Glamour and looks at my tweets knows that I'm a huge fan. But I feel like she's sort of like undermined her own power a little bit in that making now everybody knows how much she really cared and how much she was how much people like Kanye really got under her skin. And so I don't I I I'm not down with seeking revenge. I mean, in many ways, I kind of respect her sort of um, commitment to this because yeah. she really has taken it to quite an extreme level. But it's and, maniacal. Yeah, and but I guess really, I think we were talking about it earlier, Jen. And in the world of music, I think it's not you, you can be really quite unsubtle with your music videos. It's kind of part and parcel yeah. of I think the pop video history. So it can be something really out there, and, and, and lots of people do put you know their life into their lyrics and they put it into their videos. And I think she's also, I would say, she does massive take the piss out of herself with this video True. Yeah. so it's not even like, it's not like she's just out there saying oh all these people are mean to me and I'm lovely she's actually been quite vicious to herself and to some of her yeah, previous guys yeah. um, but I will go back to your original point Joe. my initial reaction to this topic was I can't be bothered yeah. I mean in a way I kind of admire people who could be who can actually hang on to a grudge and be really you know, take so much time out of their day because I'm one of those people that I'll say right that person's really upset me I'm not talking to them and then you'll walk in and I'll just forget and I'll just start <laughs> talking to you again <laughs> I, literally, 
I can't even bear a grudge for like 10 seconds, let alone, you know, go away, make a video, write an album about it, you know. So, you know, I, I, in a way, I mean, yeah, I'm torn. I kind of admire her sort of tenacity, but I, yeah, I could never do maybe, it myself. Maybe if I could make millions out of my revenge, I would yeah. possibly True. reconsider. Really. I yeah. haven't actually seen it, so no. Taylor, I can't, I can't, I can't really comment on that, but I, I think obviously revenge is, is quite a dark thing. Yeah. However, if you're going to have some form of revenge, I suppose doing it in a music video is quite a funny way to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I mean it's me shit showing list. my age. I was about to say, remember like the days of Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake and those yes. songs and things like Ex- that. That's a good example. That's not showing your age, Jenna. No. Do not no. worry. <laughs> yeah. Do not worry. But that is a great yeah. example. People are, are, yeah. are always doing it, aren't they? Trying to look for mysterious digs in people's videos. Um, but yeah, I guess this is just, in a way, it's kind of unashamedly so. I guess in music as well, you know, the, the way to cut through and to... You, it, you don't really make the same sort of 10 yacht money that you used to make from pop music and you only make enough to buy one yacht now. So Mm. the way to kind of cut above all that noise is to have everybody talking like this, have everybody talking about you on social media, have those really unsubtle references that get played over and over again in memes and gifts and and what have you. But I guess relating it to my own life, I I don't know, there's been probably a couple of times where I thought, oh my God, that's such a betrayal. Mm. And I really... And I think I might have about a day or two of having a, a revenge fantasy. Mm-hmm. But even if I got to do something Machiavellian in response, it doesn't change how bad you felt. It doesn't take away that thing that happened to you. So I, I'm not really up for it. I guess the energy it takes to actually yeah. well, exactly. think up that, come up with it, put it into action. By the time you've done that, I guess but, but you'd also, hope you'd kind of be over it. But being yeah. on a very basic level, it takes a lot of energy just to stay in a bad mood with somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? Just to actually hang on to that bad mood and that yeah. pissed off attitude. It's like, I've had it too exhausting. It's like, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not some sort of weird old hippie or anything, but I just think it's not good for you, <laughs> is it? If you're that fixated on... Yeah. Literary revenge and getting one back on somebody. I love or, that you forget. I love yeah. that you forget. <laughs> I'm literally like Dory from Finding Nemo when it comes oh, to like, well, like I'm annoyed at you. Who am I angry with? That can be very useful. <laughs> I, I did get fired once many, many years ago and then and stewed and was very upset and bitter about it. And it was all very unfair. And then about a year later, they asked me to take my old job back. And so that was closure, not yeah. revenge, but closure. Yeah. Because obviously I said no. But um, yeah. I mean, also in a way that I, if somebody is pissed off with you, I'd rather them they do something really dramatic like Taylor Swift and make it very clear they're pissed off with you. I hate those people that have like that really weird like beef with you. And they, but you, you think you're imagining it. Yeah. You don't know. They're just silent. Did they just give me some shade or am I, is oh, it no. in my head? See, I mean, I, be I, really clear. If you're <laughs> pissed off. I'm really pissed off and here's oh, what no, I'm No, I do do that. <laughs> you I give subtle shade. Do. Yeah, I do. I'm just sort of like, you know, if I'm very short with you, if, I, if I'm cordial with you, then you know. Cordial. Yeah. Many thanks. That's never, yeah. a, that's never a good yeah. end to any email, especially from a friend. Many thanks or cordially. Yeah. Like, what? Why are you talking Politeness. like that? Yeah. <laughs> See, Terrifying politeness. Yeah. That's a very British form of revenge. Just, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it being so I'm just British? I'm going to be so polite to you. I'm going to terrify look at, you. Look at Jenna. As if anyone's ever done anything horrible to Jenna. That's Aww. the thing, isn't it? Look at that oh, face. No, you silence. couldn't, could you? You couldn't, no. No. I can't, I, th- I can't think of any... I think, I think revenge, I just, I don't know. It's not, it's not in my nature. Yeah. It's a ball ache, right? I, yeah. It's just a lot of work. I think you are that kind of person or you're not. I think yeah. it's a bit like Marmite. Yeah. You know, you either are a revenge person or you're not. I mean, you know, that's pretty much where I, we all stand, I think, Here on Here endeth all our careers in soap operas. Right now. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Right now, we're sort of like slightly possibly going down a bit of a bitter track today, but we're going to pull it back, everybody. (laughs) Don't lose the will to live on your commute just yet, but... Jenna Coleman, is it okay to be just done with making friends? No. Okay, mm. thank no. you. Next. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's not okay. It's, I think this is, I've got lots of lots of old friends. Um, luckily, all my school friends live down in London, um, who I've known since we're about 13, 14. Um, and having recently turned 30, um, and in kind of one zone of work for a while. I think I think it's so important to keep making friends. I'm on the hunt for some friends. <laughs> so no, I don't think it's okay. You're in the market for some new friends. I, I think want that's some a new friends. You're no keeping, offense to my old yeah, friends. You're keeping the old ones. You're just looking to... Stay, yeah. It's a hugely dangerous thing for you <laughs> yeah. to just put the call out. Those Doctor Who fans yeah. are now getting very <laughs> excited right now. <laughs> What are your, what's your criteria? What do you need in a friend? Or what, yeah, what's the gap in the market? Because you've clearly got yeah. really old friends. What kind of I want skills? Friends, it's uh, friends who, uh, who, I want some fr- like to like travel. I Holiday feel like I'm friends. putting out an ad. It's like I'm putting out an ad for friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Here's Jenna. She's 30. Yeah. She's recently turned 30. She, she likes, likes traveling, she cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do think this is what happens when you've been uh, filming away for a while because you're in such one kind of closed world for mm. ages. And then suddenly you're like, oh, God, I want to talk to somebody else who does something else. I, yeah. so I think it's interesting. I would have thought of all the sort of industries, acting. So I, I, I honestly, I probably. Meet a lot of people. Yeah. And I've probably made most of my really good friends through work. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm, but I've not had that many jobs, to be honest. I mean, I've, I've worked at like four or five places. Places. But I've taken people with me and from university and then obviously from school. Yeah. And I would have thought if, it was, if I was an actor, for example, yeah. all the different projects, well, because obviously I'd be a very successful actor working on lots of different projects. But, you know, the more projects you work on, the more sort of magpie-ish you'd be in terms of picking up more and more friends. Yeah, you, I've found I've, I've picked up a couple of lifers like along the way from each different jobs and stuff. But, um, but I, think, I think what it is, is, is uh, I think the great thing about London, I did a stint in LA a little while ago, and I just remember getting back being like, oh my goodness, sit in the pub and talk about something else. Yeah. And I think that's uh, it just 
that's what's so lovely about my group of friends that I have as well who have different careers and different things yeah. that's going the thing on. at LA it's such a single track it's a, it's a business town yeah. and it's a show business town and that's what everybody's there But also, there for. regardless of your job, I think you do, just to truly switch off, it's healthy to have friends from totally unrelated yeah. to your industry or to your line of work. Yeah. Whether you're a teacher, a doctor, a journalist, you know, you don't want to sit there talking shop all the time, do yeah. you? And, but it's really funny because I'm pretty much, my friends have now pretty much put me on a ban on making any more friends. I'm not allowed. Just are, you, are you a person with loads of Facebook well, friends? No, and and no. He, is, he is the podcaster, podcast listener's favourite no, as well. He just can't true. help himself. No, no. the thing is, I, I think <laughs> You're I'm, smiling. You I, look guilty. I, no, I think the thing is, I'm, I'm one of those people, I've, it's taken me a long time to say no. So I've been quite good at, you well, know. like, no, I won't be your friend. Or no, I won't go to your birthday. Or no, I won't ah. go to your wedding. Or no, I, so I've always been quite, you know, I guess, loyal, people would say. I always turn up, you can, it makes it terrible like I'm a, some sort of old dog but you know <laughs> if you invite me I'll be there what time you know I'm, I'm a consistent I'm not one of these flaky people yeah um, so I guess th- there's that reason but also it's now interesting because obviously you go on dates like you know internet dating and all my friends are be like yeah but if, if it's a friend if it, your friend's owning you can't be a friend you should be very clear <laughs> if it's not going to be romantic it's not going to happen you know what I mean so it's like I'm literally on a band now I can't make any more friends well I think when it comes to dating that's probably good advice yeah true yeah you haven't got time for everybody no and I, I barely got time for everyone you know as it is so but it does make then the dating quite ruthless because you're literally like I'm just here for some romance or uh, I'm not here for a friend sorry which sounds awful (laughs) I don't think so no I guess not but um, just explain you've been banned by your other friends that's true Um, but yeah but also it's about your time and the quality you want to spend of the time you want to spend with your existing friends have you a phenomenon that I never would have thought would would happen to me at all but it has happened a few times now is I've made friends via social media And I never, I, I used to think that sounded like the most shallow, terrible thing. And not all of those friendships are deep, meaningful, the lifer type that you would say, but they're fun and they're, you know, sometimes useful. I, that's something that I never would have thought would happen. Well, it certainly opened your world up to a whole different kind of friendship yeah. group, you know. And I think, um, I do think that's all joking aside, one of my friends also used to say, you know, you make all your friends by the age of 30, which yeah. is in contrast to what you said, Jenna. That's what I think is really interesting. Yeah. So I think that's the expectation in a way. Yeah, is that you should have it all sorted and sussed by this certain age. But I think also ultimately, if you get to a point when you're just closing your mind off to opportunities, well, life's not really worth living really, is it? You have to always but- maintain, the door's got to be slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. I think. But who made that rule? I'd not heard that no. rule until you two discussing really? that today. Well, this is my friend yeah. Andrew Joe, who you know, who's a big fan of the podcast. Hi, so he will be listening and probably yeah. wetting himself. He's finally got a mention on the podcast. But it was actually he was he, his twenty ninth. I met him on a holiday, and again, famous rule: you never actually stick, stay friends with people you meet on holiday, do mm-hmm. you? You kind of hang out for ten days. It's this weird sort of in, in, sort of intense, like almost like a love affair, and then you go back to your normal lives and never and then keep in touch ever again. You see them wearing a shell suit, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. But um, but we met on holiday, and he made this gag about oh, I'm ten. 30 but you know I've, I've probably made all my good friends now and that was almost like a challenge for me I was like no I'm going to make you my friend and you know seven years later we're very very dear friends indeed but um, yeah I always hold him accountable for saying that you make all your big good friendships by the age you of 30. You were just so wrong Andrew. You were Andrew. Do you know who I, who I made friends with on holiday when I was 12? This is a, this is a good um, 
I actually, I met Charlotte Church and we were complete <laughs> buddies really? in Ibiza when we were 12 years old. No. And it was pre all of her I was going to say, was she, was she Charlotte Church or was she? No, was she was singing in the evenings at the hotel just with her right. family and we became really good friends. But at this time I didn't know, obviously, that she was such a great singer. So the, the karaoke was on and I was 12 years old and, oh. and she said, come up and sing with me. And it was New York, New York. And I was like, yeah, or wake me up before you go, go. I can't remember which. I was like, yeah, yeah, great. And I remember being stood on stage and suddenly 12 year old Charlotte Church started to sing opera next to me amazing and I absolutely died yeah. and I don't think I've ever done karaoke since <laughs> and wow. Then wow that is the story of the of podcast the of, year yeah we're done here our work here is done what did you say to her did you say thanks a lot mate you could have told me that you know what a I ringer Charlotte Church is a ringer so also all I it, remember is I'm gonna hit that high <laughs> and I remember that high and I remember and you went hi being yeah. speechless <laughs> But be, you, be honest, though, objectively, can you sing at all? Oh, I can, you know, like yeah. shower sing. Yeah. There's, right. there's singing and then there's Charlotte Church singing, isn't exactly. there? Yeah. Um, exactly. Have you seen us since? No, and I think we've nearly met up because obviously she lives in Cardiff. I think you need to get your revenge. Oh my God, we stayed revenge. in touch for a little while and then it got to the point of, sorry, Charlotte's not at home because she's singing for the president this weekend <laughs> or something like that. Um, so we regret, but we did stay in touch for a little while and we've oh never seen gosh. each other since. Um, so you, you met where on, on holiday? She was my holiday friend. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so adorable. Yeah. Right, we've got to make this happen. I'm going <laughs> yeah. to make this reunion happen. Yeah, that's brilliant. Well, yeah, I, I think we're done on this subject, Joe. There's nothing more oh we can add. Oh my god! <laughs> Jenna, you, got, you need to revisit the old friend. Don't make any new ones. <laughs> yeah. Just get that one. We do back. love Charlotte at Glamour. We do indeed. She's yeah. my birthday twin. <laughs> One of the um, things I do when I really need an ego massage is to read your amazing <laughs> reviews on iTunes. Please do keep them coming. Do subscribe to Glamour Hates OK in iTunes and review us because it really helps our rating and it just means that we can keep doing the podcast every week. So thank you so much. And if I ever read out your uh, review, and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be positive, does it? Not sycophantic. But no, we... somehow <laughs> they just all are glowingly amazing. And I can only conclude that there's no faults whatsoever with this podcast. But if we do read out your review, then I will be also sending you a little present and a prize in gratitude. And I don't know if it's Pink the pop star, but somebody called Pink has Ooh. left a review. So it might be her. You never know. It probably is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you for this pink. It says, hey, it's okay. So I get strange looks when I'm sat in traffic laughing or making bizarre facial expressions listening to your podcast. I don't always know who your guests are at the start of the podcast, but by the end of it, I'm intrigued enough to find out more. Thank you for making my commute more bearable, more, blah, more bearable and making me aware of some great and interesting new people. Ah. Thanks for that, pink. Thanks, pink. And uh, yeah, so this is Jenna. She's quite famous. So I don't think there's any problems there today. <laughs> On the home stretch, Jenna, we'll let you out of the pod <laughs> cupboard very soon. It does get warm in here, Jenna, so yeah. you, we need to give you some air after a while. Happy but, in the pod cupboard. Okay. Hey, stick around. We won't make you sing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so anyway, Jenna, James, is it okay to be really, like, ridiculously proud of the actually tiny adult milestones? Absolutely. Yeah. Don't you think? Hell yeah. I mean, I think I may have suggested this because I... Yeah, what, what are the milestones? Well, actually, this goes back to uh, New Year's resolutions, actually, Joe. Uh, talking about those earlier. And I remember about four or five years ago, I made the tiniest New Year's resolution. And it was, I was going to make my bed every day, regardless of how late I was, if I was hungover, if I was just not feeling it, I was just going to do it. And I've stuck to it. And I have to say, psychologically, the benefits of 
getting home and knowing you're getting into a nice made bed. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing more scummy is it than getting into a bed that's not been made. Let's I be know. Honest. Have you ever done that thing where, where even though you're getting back into it, you just make it to like walk out the room and then walk <laughs> back in and get back in? Yeah. I mean, but you feel like such a fraud, don't you? Because you know yeah. it's really happened. So honestly, that was that was a tiny thing, I guess. But honestly, I really do feel like it's just one of those little baby step things that made me psychologically feel better that I was a, a bit of a more pulled together, grown up adult person. I, I think they do tend to be centered around the really banal domestic things, yeah, don't they? Absolutely. Like, I, you know, I can't remember. I reckon it would have been in the 80s the last time I ran out of toilet paper. <laughs> so, yay me. I mean, that's an that's, exciting milestone, but can, but right? Can I just say, that's def- very impressive. Thanks. But yeah. can I just say, though, I mean, this might be really lame, but I have to say, me and my old flatmate, male flatmate, I have to say, you do forget how much loo roll girls use. So we have to say, well, the second my sister would come to stay, or my mum, we would never have quite enough in the house and I'd always feel like a massive failure and it was a bit like, James, why can't you get enough Luro in? It's like, we just forget how much Luro girls but use. I, I shamelessly come home with those 16 pack Andrex <laughs> under my arms like, no. yep. See, Joe and I fall out I've... about this because I get very tense about holding very large <laughs> amounts of toilet roll because I'm very British and very tightly wound. Well, so I for think... me, it's just quite mortifying. But you know? I think like that's, another, that's another adult milestone to not be embarrassed about, you know, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be doing some Jenna, weeing and pooing. Where I do you stand it. on the these super-sized value packs of to- toilet roll. I mean, it's a very important issue. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm not... I, I can't really say I, I, I carry one round particularly proudly. I was going to say, because you don't get papped, do you? No. That well, be... yeah, I guess it's different for you. No one's going to care if I've got four or 16 oh, up my arm. Really? I yeah. find you always get... It's, the, it's those times you get photographed when you are actually carrying, like, like a you know, an embarrassing plastic bag of some description. Yeah. Yeah, but what is your like uh, sort of domestic sort of thing around the house? You you feel like you've mastered now, Jenny. You feel like an adult for doing it. I think it's cooking for me. Oh really? But, but, yeah. I, but even then, it's still things like I still phone up my mum and dad and things like, "Mom, how can you defrost prawns again?" <laughs> or or you know those certain things. So. I mean, that kind of still counts, I yeah. think. Oh, God, absolutely. It's like learning how, you know, how long things take to properly defrost and things like that. But certain bits of cooking or like I baked a loaf of bread entirely, but like, I mean, to be fair, like a year ago. But no, I'm but still, still very proud of that. No, absolutely. I dine off that. Yeah. Yeah. I th- and I think, I think the first time I cooked Christmas dinner, mm. very yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like, that feels really grown up. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, I think people feel a bit like that about Sunday roasts in general. Because I think people think they're way more complicated than they are. They're actually not as I know, difficult. But there's something of an achievement in it. Isn't yeah, there? that is true. Sunday dinner. It just means that yeah, you've become the grown up. That's you know, it's the the mum or the dad mantle yeah. has passed over. I, Do mean, you know what I mean, you're both stood, yeah. stood up. Good job you're not sat down because I actually a few weeks ago changed a fuse in a plug and I nearly <sighs> actually like high five myself. Yeah. Because that was something I never thought I would ever even, first of all, figure out I would need to do, yeah. let alone actually figure out how to practically do. Yeah. I, I did I, Ikea, I don't know how to do that. No, Ikea I mean, drawers but, and things like that. Oh, I mean, flat pack putting, furniture. Or putting things together, I can do it. I can, can do you? it. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I'm always asking my husband before he dies to write down how to do the heating, <laughs> how to work all the remote controls at the same time. And he always yeah. refuses saying no, because now I, I know I'm of use <laughs> while I'm alive. But it's like there's loads of things around the house that I don't know how to do. I'm, I'm a disgrace. Yeah, oh. 
I'm more into the flat, flat furniture. That, that could definitely go on your friend dad, by the way, because yeah. I think lots of people out there would love to have a friend that's good with flat pack IKEA oh, furniture. Oh, am I putting my? I have to put my qualities down as well. <laughs> I think so. It has to go two Great ways. Great flat pack furniture. <laughs> oh my Make god! Up. You don't want to be that <laughs> friend. That needs to be on really the CV. I really don't want to be that friend. No, I really don't. No, it's not. I mean, yeah, it is funny, but I, yeah, I do think you're right. Weirdly, you get more satisfaction out of those tiny weird things than you do from actual big career accomplishments. Well, because I, yeah. I don't have many big career accomplishments, <laughs> so I have to mind the joy in the in the tiny things yeah. you know otherwise the, I'd be really depressed in the never running out of toilet paper <laughs> I always yeah. feel I always feel grown up if you get a bunch of flowers that makes me feel you know if you go to the shop and buy like a bunch oh, of flowers yes. that makes me feel quite grown up that's a good one actually and I always say well I've said this before in the podcast I feel I will only truly become a grown up when I remember to send everyone Christmas cards oh yeah, yeah no I'm, I'm mm. always I always write them and then when it gets to the bit with learning the, the extra three bits of the postcode yeah so that's it so in come June I find everyone's Christmas cards stubbed at the back of my underwear drawer yeah. I did in my heart wish you a Merry Christmas yeah just not tangibly yeah a genuine yeah. passion for stationery well, now oh yeah. yes true but a genuine passion for stationery I think is something I feel that I will grow into because I think that then will feed the good admin of sending Christmas cards birthday cards yeah. thank you cards you know I'm not good at all that stuff that makes me feel that makes me feel very prepared yeah I like it like it's like buying a new gym kit or buying stationery or anything like that <laughs> suddenly makes me feel like I'm, I'm equipped to do mm. a job well, there we go then. Yeah, I think we're all uh, so sound together people. Yeah, I know. I need to work on buying more loo roll. Yeah. You need to work. And don't be ashamed either. <laughs> I know. I need to get over that. that, no, that I'll is buy a... it for you. I'm fine with it. I'll buy it. She loves it. She, yeah. li- she lives for it. <laughs> what colour do you like? Oh my god, only white. I'm the I'm the biggest toilet snob ever. Toilet roll snob ever. Honestly, because my like sending you a huge. Oh no, when a I huge see... back. Like, what about recycled? When I, you know, when I see people holding pink toilet roll, I'm like, uh, and this might be a bit, bit gross. Well, maybe it looks nice in their bathroom. But I was going to say, the thing is, it's a blank canvas and I just think it's never going to look good even on white. So why does it look better on peach or pink? You or... can always tell. It's because there's an Australian here we ended up talking about this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really am. Always dragging yeah. us down. Yeah. <laughs> From the highs of Queen Victoria I to know. basically bog roll. You're if, welcome, If Jenna. you're more highbrow <laughs> than this conversation you know, has led us to, please do tune in to see Jenna starring in Victoria every Sunday night on ITV at the precise time of 9.05pm. Gives you time to make a cup of tea and get ready. Why, why is it 9.05? Um, it's edgy. Uh, really, I have I ex- absolutely I expect you no to know. idea. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely no idea. It's like a power play thing, isn't it? It's I like, think it's good. Yeah. Not 9.05. It, it makes it stand out a bit on the schedule, you know? Yeah. When you go in your sky finder, your planner. Yeah. You know, that I like good, your positivity, over. though. It gives you time to get a cup of tea. <laughs> exactly. It does, and it means you're not going to lose any on the Sky Plus if you are Sky exactly, Plusing it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yes, because there's often yeah. that annoying overhang if you're recording something yes. beforehand. Ah. I bet you there's some logic to this, you see. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> on that note but it's a really good show <laughs> yeah. despite us wittering on 9.05 every Sunday yeah. it, it really is fantastic honestly because it, it feels like it's part of you know Sunday night tradition it's like, like a welcoming hug on a Sunday night when you're all thinking oh I've got to go to work tomorrow oh. but at least Victoria's on no Sunday blues thanks no, exactly yeah. thank you so much for being here today Jenna thank you thanks, good Jenna. to see you and yeah we'll see you on a glamour cover again soon <laughs> she says glaring at the publicist sitting <laughs> in the back of the corner with yes. Charlotte Church reunited yeah, on ye- the cover oh my god <laughs> Yes. As long as I don't have to sing. Oh, no, no, no. I've got it cute. What do you want? Agadu? Yeah. Wake me up before you go, go. Yeah. yeah. What else? It was New York, New York. New York. It's the one I remember. It's yeah. too soon to go back. There may have even that. been some high kicks. I can't be sure. Oh, we've got to find that footage. Yeah. If you have any video. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.